Hello and welcome to Parking Thought. I'm Jacob and I'm glad you are here today. And today the episode or thought we want to talk about specific gratitude. So at the end of every episode and you know the show we, we talk about being grateful, right? In a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? But then how do we apply that? And I, I bring that up because there is something that happens with us as human beings where it's very easy for us to get caught up in destructive thought patterns. And I'm very guilty of this. My PTSD has encouraged me and programmed me to have very destructive thought patterns. Lack of trust is one of the ways it exhibits itself, right? And uh, there are several others as well. So I choose to be grateful and try to remember to be grateful. And this podcast helps me to do that. And I hope it helps you as well. But I do that in part because gratitude is one of the greatest ways to short circuit that destructive thought process. So the word process is what's important there, right? We have processes to do things, right? If you need to write a paper for school, right? There's a process of being able to write that paper. You need to open up your word processing application. You need to go ahead and start typing, right? There are different steps in that process, just the same way that there are steps in a recipe, right? So we have a process in our mind about how we form thoughts, how we think of things, and how we interpret those thoughts and feelings in a certain way. That is a process. And you are not always in control of every part of that process, but you can learn to train yourself to control enough of that process to help make it constructive. Now, I am, we're raising teenagers, right? I've got a 19-year-old, she's out of the house, and she's doing reasonably well but still needing some guidance, and that's awesome, right? Glad to be a valuable part of her life, even though she's not physically present. And then I've got a 16-year-old son and a 14-year-old son. And we're both dealing with different challenges, different phases of their life. And they're wonderful, awesome, amazing people. But the the 16-year-old, you know, we were having a conversation casually last weekend, and I, I kind of mentioned, you, you do realize you have 26 months left in the house. And it, it just hit him. And I, I think that was asking him to grow up a little faster than what he was expecting, right? The idea that he would be leaving home soon, because uh, 26 months is not a whole lot of time for him to prepare. So I, I brought that up in in an attempt to get him to prepare, but there's a lot of things going on and challenging his life. Like, you know, 16 is hard. And, you know, last night he was he was laying up and I, I felt prompted to head up to his bedroom and just talk to him for a bit. and. Um, I did most of the talking. I tend to do that when I engage my kids. Hopefully they don't mind too much. Um, but uh, I wanted to share a message of love and hope and kindness. And, and I asked him what he was dealing with, and he said everything, right? And that was an indication to me that he is probably following, at this point in his life, a destructive thought pattern. And so I asked him to be grateful for something. What are you grateful for? And he said, the people I'm here on the earth with. Okay, right? And then I said, what else? And he said, food. Now, what teenage boy is not going to say food, right? I don't know that kid, but, but his friends. You know, not being on the earth alone is one of those things we tend to take for granted. And so we're trying to be specifically grateful. You know, oftentimes, one of the best ways to be grateful is to share the gratitude for having somebody else in your life, having somebody else with you. You know, as I was dealing with my PTSD issues, one of the best things that anybody could do with me was just to sit next to me. No talking needed, but to sit next to me as my destructive thought patterns were showing me a version of the future that was scary, 
that I didn't want to be a part of, um, having somebody else sit next to me made it feel like I could take the steps forward I needed to without having to face it alone. And so, you know, at work when I take the time to be specifically grateful, I do it often when it's for people I don't necessarily naturally get along with, right? Uh, I've mentioned before on this podcast, there was one lady I worked with and just always had great shoes. And being able to compliment her about her shoes gave me the opportunity to find other ways in which I could be grateful for her contributions, even though some of them uh, didn't jive well with the direction we were going as a team or didn't jive well with the processes we had in place. But she was still contributing and she saw herself doing that. And I can be grateful for people who put that much work into their contributions. So for, for my son and for everybody else that's out there who hears that message of choosing to be grateful, find some specific thing to be grateful for and then leverage that to find the next thing to be grateful for. And then once it actually changes your thought process, pick up yourself, carry on about your day, and it will likely be a better one than if you hadn't done that at all. So that's it for this edition of Parking Thought. Uh, As always, we have a great back catalog of content over at ParkingThought.com. ParkingThought is your favorite.com. You visit there, you can never go wrong. And please remember that in a world where you can choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful?